Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, loves, welcome. It is Bowerly, hour two, hourly with Bowerly, uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. And uh, I want to continue talking about this uh, because, uh, you know, frankly, I've heard people out there in the real world talking a hell of a lot more about this than I do the county executives race, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, I kind of get around the real world quite a bit. Um, Was that just like a snort? Did you guys hear that? Uh, Sorry about that. My bad. Um, Anyway, um, Adam Johnson uh, was killed in a hockey game in a collision with Matt Petgrave, who is, uh, he's, he's a dirty player. Well, all right, he's an enforcer. He's a goon. See, if he was a Buffalo Sabre, we'd love him. But if he played for any other team, we'd hate him. Like Pat Coletta. Every other team in the National Hockey League hated Pat Coletta when he played. Because when he hit you, you knew that you got hit. And I never particularly thought it was Pat Coletta's fault that the guy was built like a tank. I've never seen a guy uh, of, of his size take out guys like Pat Coletta did. I think he's probably the hardest checker I've ever seen in the National Hockey League. Seriously. Uh, but we loved Pat Coletta. The fact that he's a local boy uh, did not hurt. Uh, but he also got suspended four times, including a 10-game uh, rip for, uh, I think he hit a ranger in the head way back when. But um, I've been looking at some of the comments on the uh, skate death of Adam Johnson, calling for Matt Petgrave. Oh, charge him with murder. Char- really? Charge him with murder? Um, I've spent some time overnight looking into this because clearly I'm in need of a hobby. Uh, now, I don't claim to be an expert in uh, American law. I'm not a lawyer. I'll leave that to my daughter. But I do enjoy reading law stuff for fun. And I know it sounds really geeky, and you're stuck with me. I'm sorry. That's what it is. But um, the the only charge that I can see um, in the U.K. that would fit possibly what happened in the death of Adam Johnson is something called grievous bodily harm, otherwise known as G. B-H. And the only reason that I even know about grievous body harm is because, uh, as I mentioned when we're doing one of our movies uh, shows, um, I, uh, <clears throat> I have quite a bit of uh, real, uh, quite a few real crime style movies uh, that I've bought on Amazon over the years. And uh, I've got three 
uh, involving the uh, Cray twins who basically ran London's underworld uh, in competition with the Richardson gang for many years in the 1960s. Uh, They were allied with Angelo Bruno from Philadelphia um, and Meyer Lansky with the Colony Club in London. But uh, one of the Cray twins, uh, and I think this is even before they made it big, um, he had serious mental illness issues and actually attacked a guy with a bayonet and was sent away for grievous bodily harm. And according to uh, the UK people who are familiar with laws, um, grievous bodily harm is when someone intentionally or recklessly inflicts serious bodily harm on someone else. Common examples include causing a visual disfigurement, for example, a broken leg, fractured skull, and even a psychiatric injury that's presented itself visibly. Um, Striking someone with a blunt object, like a baseball bat. Attacking someone with a sharp object, for example, a knife or perhaps a hockey skate. Deliberately running over someone with a vehicle and also acid attacks. So that is, um, I think, and again, I don't claim to be an expert, and I really doubt that we have any barristers from the UK who just happen to be tuned into today's show, but forget about a murder charge. It's not going to happen. The only charge that I think is even a possibility for Matt Petgrave is going to be grievous, uh, grievous bodily harm and they're going to have to decide whether what he did was reckless. And you can actually go away for life uh, for grievous bodily harm in the U.K. Now, even, well, I, I say life. The uh, Cray twins, the aforementioned uh, London gangsters, um, Reggie Cray was actually released two months before he died on compassionate grounds because he had uh, horrible cancer and... Uh, He died on the outside. His brother died inside of a heart attack, the crazy guy who attacked the other dude with the bayonet. But um, Matt Petgrave is not going to be charged with murder. And I think if I'm reading uh, this stuff correctly, and I spent way too much time on this overnight, um, I think the only thing they're going to be able to get him on if they decide to charge is grievous bodily harm. And they're going to have to establish that it was intentional. I don't see a chance of them establishing it was intentional. Because think about this. If you're the lawyer for Matt Petgrave, as I mentioned earlier, what are you going to do? If your client is charged, you are going to go through thousands of hours of English Hockey League hits. And you're going to find every example where the skate went up in the air. And you are going to argue, look, unfortunately, it's a fast game. This is part of the game. Skates fly. Sometimes they fly high. And you're probably, by the way, going to show video of Clint Malarchuk. You're probably going to show video of Richard Jednick saying these things happen in the sport of hockey, if that's allowed to be introduced into evidence. Um, so, okay, so I, I don't think they're ever going to prove intentional. Uh, in in this situation. Reckless? Well, that's going to depend on the British law's definition of what is reckless. And one of the problems that I have, uh, and you might not have this problem, and and that's okay. Um, I mean, you don't have to agree with what I say because I'm saying it, 
it doesn't matter if you agree or disagree, but um, the pundits that I've seen doing their breakdowns of the death of Adam Johnson on the ice, they, they keep doing this thing where they slow down the action. And then they take it frame by frame by frame by frame. And in my opinion, that is not an accurate representation in real time, by definition, of what actually happened. When you watch it in real time, it happened within less than one second from where Petgrave comes into contact with Adam Johnson's teammate and then his leg flies up into the air, catches Adam Johnson in the throat, and then he bleeds all over the place and uh, kind of uh, toward the end wobbles uh, to the bench area with a teammate uh, holding his neck. Um, I, I Look, if, if I thought that a horrible crime had been committed, I'd be calling for Matt Petgrave's head. But I, I, I can't do that. And again... It is, forgive, forgive my repeating myself, but it, it I've been known to do that once or twice, and I, I'm not trying to make light of Adam Johnson's death. I'm appalled by it, and I do have kind of a gallows sense of humor. It's what kind of gets me through. But um, when, you, uh, when you look at it in real time, you know, ask yourself the question, what is a better representation of what happened on the ice right before Adam Johnson was killed? Is it a frame-by-frame, slow-motion analysis of what happened, or is it what happened in real time? And how easy would it be for you, if you had the resources, to go over tapes of every hockey game where skates went up into the air following two players coming together or a collision? And if you want to make the argument to me, regardless of Matt Petgrave being an enforcer, a goon, or whatever, if you want to make the argument to me that his brain operated fast enough in less than a second to conceive the thought of, I'm going to raise my skate and try to impede Adam Johnson. I'm going to raise my skate to try to do grievous bodily harm to Adam Johnson. Look, I'm sorry. It doesn't pass the smell test for me in real time. And as many times as I watch it, as tragic as the injury and death to Adam Johnson is, I just I cannot assign any criminality to it now. Again, not exactly sure how civil procedure works in the U.K. uh, and who would have standing in such a case. Now, might there be a civil case against the league, a civil case against uh, the dude whose skate killed Adam Johnson? Well, I don't know what the rules are uh, for uh, litigating uh, somebody in court uh, for wrongful death in the U.K. I mean, that probably, depending on what the laws are over there, I suspect that is probably going to be uh, the the resolution of this. Uh, they, hey, you know what? They might also have a quiet sit down with Matt Petgrave and say, you know what? Your career is over. Uh, you brought too much heat on on the uh, on the league. You're you are retiring at the end of this year. You're done. You're done. We don't want you. Goodbye. And then nobody else is going to want him on their team uh, in Europe or anywhere else. Uh, maybe, maybe they'll do something like that. I don't know. But, again, uh, at the risk of uh, stating the same thing over and over, when I watch that video, uh, and I've seen it a lot, 
in real time, I am not convinced that it was intentional, and I'm not convinced it was reckless. I think that the argument can be made, regardless of the kind of player Matt Petgrave happens to be, the argument can be made it was one of those stupid freak things that happens in the sport of hockey. And and here in Buffalo, I think that we should be especially um, attuned to freak injuries that happen like, I mean, think about this, folks. In all of NHL history, to the best of my knowledge and belief, um, two players have suffered cut neck arteries during National Hockey League games, and they've both been in Buffalo with Clint Malarchuk and with Richard Jednick, one a Sabre, the other a Florida Panther. Okay, Um, and also let us not forget, and this seems appropriate heading into the weekend, talk about freak injuries, Hamlin in Cincinnati last year. Uh, you talk about something that you would never expect to see happen. Like, you, you've you heard about similar things happening, but you, you weren't expecting to see it happen, much less to a Buffalo Bill, much less during a game that meant so much at that point in the season where DeMar Hamlin just collapsed on the field and basically died and is only alive because of the Bills' medical staff and training staff, the Bengals' staff, and uh, the people uh, in, in the Cincinnati medical community. Um, so we have seen our share of freak accidents. So therefore, if there is a community, especially a hockey community like Western New York, uh, that can be, I think, aware that freak things happen in the world of athletics, I think it should be here in Buffalo, New York, because we have seen a disproportionate number of Two Buffalo sports figures and one visiting player, two in Buffalo, once in Cincinnati, with legitimate life-threatening injuries during, um, during a game. And I suppose if you slowed down uh, Hamlin getting hit in the chest, you, some of you might make the argument, well, let's look at this frame by frame. Clearly, the intention was there to hit him exactly in the heart, and somehow he knew exactly the electromagnetic pattern of the heart and was able to stop it. Clearly, no, I'm not buying that. I'm not, I mean, I just, I'm not buying it. And I'm not buying it with Matt Petgrave, whatever his reputation happens to be. His reputation is immaterial to me. The only thing that matters is what happened on that play. And watching it frame by frame is not, in my opinion, a fair and accurate portrayal of what really happened in real time on that ice in the U.K. You watch it in real time, and you can tell me that there was intent. You can tell me there was recklessness. I I don't think so. I think it was just one of those things, regardless of Petgrave's reputation. Now, you may have a different opinion, uh, and, and that's fine. Uh, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. And I also know that we have uh, a lot of hockey parents out there listening. I mean, there are thousands of you conceivably listening to this show right now. 
Uh, at least I hope there are thousands of you conceivably listening to the show, or I'll be your next waiter at Denny's. But um, as far as the uh, as far as the local hockey community, I would love to hear from those of you who coach youth hockey, high school hockey. I'd love to hear from those of you who are officials, uh, hockey officials. You've seen the video. Tell me what you see, and tell me if you think that neck protection should be a mandatory piece of equipment for anybody going onto the ice and playing hockey. And if you're going to bring it into hockey, then you've also got to ask the question, well, do we also make people at open skate wear neck protection? I mean, personally, I I don't think I've ever heard of anybody uh, uh, suffering a cut neck artery uh, at any kind of open skate. Uh, it it tends to be contact-free for open skate unless you've got somebody who's just learning how to skate and they don't quite know what they're doing, which uh, I'm sure we've seen from time to time. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Should neck protection be mandatory? And in the National Hockey League, it would have to be agreed upon by the National Hockey League Player Association as well as the uh, National Hockey League itself. They would have to work something out in writing and amend the uh, player deal. Both sides would have to be in on that in order for that to happen. And I mentioned this uh, the other day with uh, the the helmet situation. Um, There was a time when National Hockey League players did not have to wear helmets. And there was a game, I did mention this the other day, and I can't tell you the date other than to say probably late 1970s, Rick Martin, had one of the French Connection, uh, Rick Martin had crossed the blue line into the opposing team's zone, and I forget the circumstances under which he fell onto the ice, but he hit his head on the ice, and being a little boy, and seeing Rick Martin going into unstoppable epilepsy-like uh, shaking on the ice uh, was it, its one of the scariest things I, I, I've ever seen. I thought Rick Martin was going to die on the ice. I really did. Uh, and unfortunately, they came on later and said that uh, he was okay. I mean, it looked like an epileptic seizure, and it wasn't stopping. And I, I don't know exactly what caused it. I don't know what part of the brain uh, was hit. But I'll tell you something. Uh, That, to me, is almost as graphic and vivid as what happened to Clint Malarchuk. Um, I will never, ever forget that. And somebody was telling me that one of their relatives, the first game uh, they took their little son to was the Clint Malarchuk game, and they were sitting right by Clint Malarchuk, the end where it actually happened. And he basically covered the kid's eyes like, this kid does not need to see this. Uh, 803-0930 is the uh, phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. And uh, some points for me, I've gone this far talking about uh, this situation without once mentioning Joe Theismann's broken leg on uh, Monday Night Football way back in the 80s. On News Radio 930, WBEN. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, uh, don't worry, City of Buffalo. Don't worry because uh, I, I got a uh, correspondent from the uh, streets department who informs me that uh, as of a couple of mornings ago, the City of Buffalo has exactly eight trucks that are ready to plow. Let me repeat that. As of a couple of mornings ago, the City of Buffalo has eight trucks that are ready to plow and five high lifts. And this individual uh, calls the snow fighting plan submitted to the Common Council total BS. And the conditions uh, at the Buffalo Streets Department, uh, i got to try to get these uh, pictures up. If your business had workers coming into work at a structure uh, such as the uh, Buffalo Streets workers have to work in, um, OSHA would shut down the building. Okay? It's that bad. I got a great picture of a rat the size of a German shepherd, slight exaggeration, hyperbole, uh, that is perched on the garbage can inside the uh, streets department. So uh, if you're uh, with the streets department and uh, you'd like to uh, echo in uh, and verify uh, what I just said, because this is one correspondent who uh, in the past has proven to be a uh, reliable one, uh, you can email me, uh, tom at wben.com, uh, tom at wben.com, and hopefully I'll see it amidst the never-ending spam that I get from public relations firms. Oh, my goodness. You got to see some of the topics they suggest. Wouldn't you love to do a show on Mexican blueberries? What? No. How about no? Absolutely not. Um, so we, we've been talking about um, the death on the ice of hockey player Adam Johnson. Spent some time in the National Hockey League. He was playing in the U.K. and caught a blade in the neck and died uh, probably pretty quickly. Uh, I've, I've seen he died in the ambulance. I've seen that he died um, uh, uh, at the hospital. Um, I suspect he died before that. I'm, I, it doesn't take long with that kind of an injury to, uh, to totally bleed out. 
Um, and it's just it, the, the video is horrific. But you know, it's like any other video. The the more you watch it, the more dispassionate you can become, and the more analytical you can become. I mean, I can watch the Zapruder film while I'm eating dinner, and despite the fact that it's grisly and gory and horrible, um, it doesn't really do anything to me and I suppose those of you who are doctors I mean you can talk about so let me tell you about the liver transplant that didn't go very well over dinner and uh, if you're with another physician you can pretty much talk about anything human-like and uh, not have it bother you but uh, one of the questions I'm kind of curious about is uh, you know we had a guy calling in before who played hockey uh, on the championship team for Sweet Home give him credit for 50 years ago hey that's a championship you can never take away. But how many of you listening to this show um, have been injured playing sports? How many of you have had either a minor injury or a major injury playing sports? And it might even dog you to this day. And I hate to keep referencing it, but you know what? A whole new generation is turned on to the show, so I don't think it's irrelevant. Tony Soprano uh, used to complain from time to time about his bum knee from playing high school football. Now, whether it was actually high school football or he banged it up during a panic attack, that's not quite made clear by David Chase uh, and the people behind the uh, Sopranos. But uh, he referenced it uh, the night uh, Christopher... Um, well, the uh, Taylor and Kennedy episode, which I'm sure you know what happened to poor Christopher. Uh, but anyway, uh, he, he would bitch about his high school football knee, which almost seems to be an American cliche. Does it not? And I bet, I, look, I, I'm sure I've got people listening to the show who were playing high school football and you broke something, you banged up your knee, and basically it stays with you to this day. Um, you might have been playing pickup sports. You might have been playing pickup kickball. You might have been playing basketball, either for a team, like a school team. Um, lacrosse. I mean, you talk about a dangerous sport, lacrosse. And I mentioned this uh, with the DeMar Hamlin thing, and I hate to bring it up, but um, it is relevant to the discussion. It was about 30 years ago. Um, we had a relatively local lacrosse player who suffered the same kind of cardiac arrest suffered by DeMar Hamlin when he got hit uh, playing lacrosse. And basically, it happened at just the right moment in the heart cycle. The heart stopped, and the young man died. And this was even before the COVID vaccine. Uh, so, you know, can't blame that uh, for that. 803-0930, how many of you have been hurt playing sports? Maybe as a grown-up, but more than likely as uh, as a kid. And I'm, I'm realizing something here, too, <clears throat> that I, I have to ask you the question. Um, in this era where so many people are buried in their cell phones, and look, I get buried in my cell phone uh, from, from time to time, uh, and there's times, frankly, uh, you know, I just I, I want to be left alone because I need to get some research done. I need to look some stuff up and, uh, you know, I just want to I just want to chill just like you do and uh, look stuff up that I think I can use for the show. Um, but uh, if, if you like, did you have to go to the hospital? How, how many of you playing high school sports ended up with concussions? And I'm not going to name the individual involved. 
but uh, I'm familiar with the case of a young man who was playing hockey and suffered a concussion and went to a hospital and they put him through the Panorex X-ray machine, which you most commonly would see in a dental office. And the insurance company gave the parents a hard time because they considered it a dental diagnosis when actually they were trying to diagnose a concussion. And this went on for months and months until finally the uh, individual who was doing battle with the insurance company uh, was, was able to win. But, you know, this uh, Adam Johnson thing, uh, this tragedy uh, has brought up, in my mind anyway, uh, the idea, because you guys love talking about yourselves. Um, and that, that's a little hint, by the way. Um, for those of you who uh, have no social skills whatsoever other than what you have online as social skills, if you're ever talking to somebody in person, face-to-face, the best thing the, the, the best word that you can ever use is you, Y-O-U. What do you think? What happened to you? What was your childhood like? And it really helps the conversation. It, it truly does. But you got to listen to the answers. All right, so how many of you suffered some kind of an injury playing sports, either a pickup game or maybe for a school? The only thing I have to ask you about, um, and you got to understand, I work in corporate America, and corporate America is uh, the, the plains are filled with herds of vast free-roaming attorneys. And I just uh, don't need you to name any names of schools or any names of individuals who may have injured you along the way uh, because that just puts me in a world that I don't need to be in. And I always like to tell you guys, I hang out with enough doctors, I hang out with enough lawyers, and uh, I don't need to hang out with any more. Thank you very much. 803. But, but, I mean, I hang out with a lot of other people, too. Don't get me wrong. But it's like I look at my phone like, how do I know this person? How do I know? Wow. That's kind of weird. Uh, and cops, too. I mean, <laughs> that's like that's like the story of my life. And maybe a few criminals tossed in, too. You never know. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. I do find the criminals to be very interesting. Uh, Marty in Williamsville. Oh, oh, my goodness. I think I just suffered an on-the-job injury with my ears. Marty, you're on WBEN. Welcome. Hey, Tom. Um, so... I'm, uh, I played college hockey here for a college in Buffalo. Um, and we were playing out in Hamburg at uh, the old Nike base. It has nothing to do with the injury. But uh, I played right wing, and this is back before we wore, uh, we wore helmets, but we didn't wear face shields. Ugh. And, uh, you know, we were in practice, and they fired the puck into the zone, the goalie came around the back of the net like you see goalies do a million times and fired around the boards. I pinched in and took that shot from the goalie directly in my right eyeball. <gasps> and uh, I went down hard. They took me to the hospital. I spent 21 days on my back with patches in both eyes. I had split my eyeball open. Oh, Yeah. So if you looked at it, it looked like a, a grape in my head. And um, after, and I missed the entire blizzard of 77, laying in the hospital. As a matter of fact, I never even got to see it because I couldn't get out of bed. I was stuck to, on my back for 21 days. Oh, my 
goodness. Okay, well, I mean, uh, I'm not trying to top your story because I can't top your story, but uh, I do know a little bit about eye surgeries um, and everything that yeah. can go wrong. <laughs> everything that can go wrong with the eye, and it's like one of those things you you, you take your vision for granted until you lose it, um, which I almost yeah. did in my right eye. But let's let's let me follow my own rule and get back to you. Um, first of all. What kind of surgeries, and we're talking, I'm presuming, back in the 70s? Yeah, 77. Oh, yeah, that's right. Blizzard you said the blizzard. You, you, you mentioned uh, well, the blizzard. Yeah, well, so, you know, the kind of the comical part is they, they got me into the hospital. I was still in all my equipment. And I was kind of fine because after the initial pain, which was horrible, I was almost in shock. And I was laying on the table, and I heard the doctors say, okay, let's cut off his equipment. And I went, no, <laughs> it, huh. it costs too much. Huh. But, um, so they let you I take mean, it off naturally? Well, they just kind of untied my skate. I still had my skates on. Uh-huh. And uh, they, they kind of took it off. Now, now I didn't, wasn't moving. And they asked me, where I started to hyperventilate is when they asked me how many fingers they had up, because at that point all I saw was a yellow light. There, was no, there were no fingers. Right. And... Um, they x-rayed my orbital load, lobe about three times because they said there has to be a break in there, and there was no break. That puck caught me on the edge of the edge. You know how that is. There's the yeah. one-inch edge. and Yeah, you, ha- you hard-headed son of a gun. Yeah, and um, it all it did, I mean, there was no surgery. It, it did split the eyeball in the back, almost like if you squished a grape, and I they suspected a partially detached retina. But at the end of 21 days, they sent me home. Um, and the, the thing that I always remember is when he asked me how many fingers he had up, I could tell him he had fingers, but I couldn't tell him how many. And I was home from school yet another week, and there was a deck of playing cards on my dresser. And as I would walk by it each day, I could see that there was a red face card. And one day, about a week after, I walked by and I kind of looked at it. I would close my left eye and look at it my right. And I just thought to myself, oh, queen of hearts. And I stopped dead in my tracks. Ah. And my sight came back entirely. Are you kidding? I mean, did they, yeah. just, just out of curiosity, given the traumatic nature of the injury you suffered, was there concern about the optic nerve and whether it perhaps had been irreparably damaged? No, that was never discussed. It was basically, you know, I, I don't remember any discussion of that. Okay, and, and oh, how I remember the, it. What's that? How about how about the retina? Was it in fact detached, either partially or all the way? They thought it was partially detached, especially the way the eyeball had split in the back. And this is um, before today, laser surgery. I mean, laser surgery. Yeah, now, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, today, uh, I mean. I, I'm interested in your story because uh, a couple of years ago I had a fully detached retina, and there was a great deal of yeah, there was a great deal of concern. I was going to lose my vision in my right eye, which uh, would have sucked. Um, yeah, but uh, anyway, the only thing I see now is once in a while, like if I'm reading a book, um, I'll notice I'll, almost like you know you see a fly out of the corner of your eye, and yeah. I'll go to look at it, and it, it's just a little tiny piece of scar tissue. But it's not even noticeable on day to day that I see as I'm, you know, walking around or driving or whatever. My, my I'm love, absolutely fine. My love, can, would you would you hold on because um, this is of special interest to me for obvious reasons. So I I, I want you to hold on. So uh, in in talking about this Adam Johnson 
death, which I do not attach any criminality to. I don't think they're going to even prove grievous bodily harm in the U.K. Is it going to be civilly litigated? I'm not sure what the standards are in the U.K., quite frankly, for that. Um, but have you been injured playing sports? Uh, and it might, it, it might have been like a weightlifting injury. Uh, these things happen. Hey, <laughs> I was planking. <laughs> I wanted abs, so I started to plank. You know what I got out of it? Oh, I got about six months' worth of abs and an awesome hernia. <laughs> uh, let's go to uh, traffic. Uh, it's like, I think you're just better off being a couch potato. So, uh, obviously, the Adam Johnson tragedy uh, is in the news. And, uh, again, I- I've seen these pundits uh, reviewing it in slow motion and frame by frame. And I think they're missing the point. In order to understand what happened, you have to watch it in real time. If our lives were all frame by frame, none of us would escape a whipping, you know? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. I believe that's a line from uh, Shakespeare. Uh, Here is uh, Marty again uh, calling from Williamsville. And uh, Marty suffered a severe trauma to his eye when playing hockey back around the blizzard of 1977. Uh, Basically, as he very um, adroitly and uh, blatantly put it, his eye was crushed like a grape. Words to to that effect. But I I am amazed that you got your vision back. Like, it it was the right eye, you said? Yeah, it was the right eye. It was the right eye, and when they released me, they didn't think it was going to get any better. And uh, the ophthalmologist that was working with me at the time was a very religious guy, and when I went in for a follow-up eye check, his nurse came and gave me an eye test, and then he came in, and he looked at the chart, and he gave me an eye test, and then he placed his hand over my left eye so I could no way see the chart and gave me a third eye test. And he sat down and looked at me, and, again, he was a very religious guy, and he says, I prayed for you, and I think this is a miracle because you are not supposed to be this good. So it was, I was lucky. Well, you, you know what? You are what they call an outlier. Um, every, yeah. every now and again, statistically improbable things happen that qualify you as an outlier. And the reason I'm, I'm so interested in your eye injury is, you know, it was only two years ago where there was considerable concern I was going to lose the vision in my right eye. And thanks to some incredible work by doctors and a lot of time off the year, um, my vision uncorrected in the right eyes, 2025, 2020. And they can't believe it. They, 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 the doctors are like, wow, um, you are really an outlier. Because now they say, we kind of thought you might be 2060 or 2050, considering it was a complete detached retina. But it's, it's 2025. Is he better now than I used to? Yeah. Uh, but and by, by the way, real quickly, I coached hockey for about 20 years. And I don't know what happened because um, the kids, it used to be mandatory that they wore neck guards. They didn't like it. But it was a mandatory mandatory rule with USA Hockey. So I'm not quite sure what happened, how, because my grandson plays now, and he plays out of Las Vegas, and I asked him where his neck guard was one day so we don't have to wear them. And I was really surprised at that. 
You know, uh-huh. I, I'm uh, I'm amazed. I'm amazed at this because you're the second person to say that net guards have been mandatory among youth hockey. When I played, they were not mandatory. When my kids yeah. played in the early 2000s, they were not mandatory. So I'm thinking to myself, at what point were they mandatory? Like the stop sign in the back of the jersey. Right. Right. <laughs> right. USA hockey. Um, yeah. Very exactly. So. Marty, if you got something to say about the Adam Johnson hit, uh, I'd be happy to keep you on until after the news at four, but I have to take a break. But old, no, I'm good. I, okay, you're good. Yep, yep, you're very good. Just take care of your eye. Um, you too. And, yeah, uh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Yeah, 803-0930 is the phone number. All right, how many of you, I mean, obviously uh, you did not suffer an Adam Johnson injury, but uh, how many of you suffered some kind of an injury playing sports? And you might be male, you might be female, you might be somewhere in between. I don't even know anymore. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. It's Bowerly on a Friday, and uh, looks like we made it through the week. So don't go anywhere. Uh, I want to talk to you about you coming up. News Radio 930, WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 